this episode is personally one of my favorite episodes because let's be honest, most of us have wanted to be an actor or actress some point in our life, especially in the Bollywood, because of all its uh, rosy dialogues and whatnot. But most of us are talked out of it mostly by our parents or relatives, telling us it's not a good industry to be a part of and whatnot, because of which we don't really persevere towards this goal or towards this dream we have. But today's guest, who is Parmeet Singh, actually persevered towards this dream of being an actor and still is. He learns every day, he grows with his learning, and he shares all of his learning with us today in this episode of Pause to Resume. So welcome back to Pause to Resume, brought to you by Opportunists. I am your host, Dhruti. Everyone, welcome back to our podcast. And today with us we have Parmeet Singh, who is a great, great actor and even more greater teacher. So, hi, Parmeet. Hi, Dhruti. So, so nice to see you. So, so good to be in the podcast as well. Very excited. Thank you so much. Can you introduce yourself more than what I just said? For sure. So, uh, my name is Parmeet Singh. I'm 17 right now. Um, I'm applying for drama schools at the moment and uh, really happy and excited uh, with the whole preparation process. I've been acting and in theatre actively since about six years now and learned so much, been self-aware, had multiple transformations throughout the journey. So, that pretty much sums it up for me. How did you step into the journey of theatre? Like, how did you start well, how did I start? That's um, that's a very long story. I, I think um, ever since I was in kindergarten, my mom started putting me into these uh, oratorical events, these speaking competitions and the, the whole uh, poem narration and everything. And um, I was very obsessed with the, 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 the sense of performance. And uh, throughout, uh, I think, junior school, I was doing all, all those events and every competition that I could get my hands on. And I remember vividly coming from junior school to senior school. So in sixth grade, uh, I was into a completely different world now. And um, I wanted to start with theater. I wanted to start with um, playing characters or being on stage or experimenting with, you know, all these sort of exciting things. And um, in my school, we had this monopoly that every theater competition that used to come was a Nukkarnata competition. And everyone used to go from ninth grade to 12th grade. So <laughs> everyone below that was just automatically excluded. And um, that was sort of very natural. So I, I didn't really have high hopes in that process as well. But I think it was during midterms that my Hindi teacher, um, amazing teacher, she, she, she saw me speaking in class for, for some answer, I think. And she came up to me after the class and she was like, Parmeet, why don't you show up in, in this audition that we're having and let's see what we can do. And I basically wanted to bunk that period. And I, <laughs> I took one of my friends and I went to that audition. And um, fortunately, I got in. I was the youngest one, I think, in about, um, I don't remember since when, but for, for the next three years, I was the youngest one who was going into these competitions. And I performed well. So they called me for the next and the next and next I think we had four or five um, competitions each year for for like six years now and um, it was just that feeling of um, the process of of 
actually preparing something right of of uh, coming up with something at that moment of using your imagination to actualize a concept or an idea to perform it physically just you know it captivated me so um i was very excited whenever you know any any such event came across and um when i was in ninth grade um we were going to one of these events and one of my friends who was acting professionally at that time so amazing i still still uh, doing amazing in, in in you know all the the e platforms and everything and we were sitting at the back of this bus and he goes um parmeet you're doing good but um why don't you you know audition for some sort of an institution where you can get like a professional training and um he told me that national school of drama nsd was auditioning that month for some little uh, workshop for teenagers and um, i believe it was a very mundane process of just applying and getting it and they they held auditions thrice a day for 3 days uh, straight it was quite a long process but um, i did get in and those 30 odd days of uh, training it was i think 6 hours a day was just the, they were the best days of my life like <laughs> as far as i can remember uh, that sense of um, improvisation you know and and it was the time when i got introduced with scene works and monologues and literally everything about um, creatively changing something of using the very fabric of your existence to actually create something right it it spoke volumes to something inside of me and um, i think in those 30 days i also became very self aware i um realized a lot about me and um i figured out that with theater or with acting it was a medium for me to know myself right more than knowing about theater only so that was a revelation that was new it was it was an actual transformation so um i remember keeping in touch with the facilitator and you know constantly ringing him now and then and being like ab kya karu what should i do now and and persuading him basically to you know start his own little theater group because in india we especially we have very less means of practicing daily and very less acting groups per se and um, following following you know that year i think a couple of months after that workshop the nsd held another uh, longer version of that workshop more selective people there and i fortunately got into that as well so it was 6 months more of just training and grinding in and we we had a show uh, after those 6 months it was in ltg auditorium here in new delhi and um, the show went good and um, i sort of just uh convinced my facilitator back then to start his group so he 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 was on the fence about it and after the show he 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 saw the show he saw us a couple of children we were just you know constantly around his back we were like just just we were there you know we'll we'll pay this fee and we'll do this we'll book the venue we'll do that and it's a business now by the way it's a business of more than 30 people now <laughs> um and he agreed and he started that group so it was a year training with him i was i also started auditioning in that period of time so um uh, i remember having this sense of uh, re- realization that i wanted to learn more at this point in time than i wanted to actually you know audition or perform um 
I I think that desire came from a place of uh, pure curiosity. I was very curious as to what can your body do, or what can your imagination do, or you know plainly how can you start something with with your fingers? Like how can you start this idea with your fingers? How can you use your senses in acting? How can you use your speech in acting? And um, I remember training with him and feeling like I had. gotten enough as much as he wanted to offer and then i um, had to leave him and the group itself uh, had a couple of more shows there i performed for the ministry of culture as well at, during that period of time and um, i switched to workshops now which were you know specifically targeted for these uh, senses or these skills that i wanted to learn and i remember having this amazing workshop with this fti alumni he he introduced us basically to the intent of acting and and all the basics of it the very fundamentals of everything and i was very captivated with that that that, that was like a formal introduction to everything and um, he uh, sort of recommended me to a few more teachers and i found my mentor during that process um he was the one who taught me michael chekhov the method so um i remember it was a 6 day workshop with my mentor and he, he now my mentor though he was just a teacher back then and um, we used to do that for 4 hours a day throughout those 6 days very rough very physical intensive sort of training and uh, during those 6 days um, i even i wrote this down in my acting journal back then that uh, i just had this feeling of feeling the most alive that i had felt during the entirety of my life so it was a magical feeling of you know just uh being able to use your body so freely so actively uh, it, it just it was a you know green signal for me to just keep going not stopping right now and um, i think it, it, it was then that acting sort of became a little spiritual as well it sort of became you know the whole self reflection thing it just dialed up so whether it be creating circles with your waist or you know just plainly sitting on a chair doing sense memory something as simple as that was exposing me to who i was who i truly was and who i actually wanted to become and i remember during that time i filtered out everything that was you know fed to me like you know things like take science or you know simple things like um uh, you can do this thing because it's more convenient it's it's a good prospect you will earn more money or um taking this is you know studying this or reading this book is is more socially acceptable or something like that i sort of filtered those those things out and um i went on i i attended a couple of more amazing workshops with you know amazing mentors um and and i remember recent a very very recent workshop that i attended um i think it was during this year only i think 2021 um i was the youngest one in in that workshop so i'm still 17 i was 17 back then as well and um everyone in that workshop was in their mid 20s mid 30s early 40s a good you know in good institutionally you know recognized good working professionals uh, some freshers as well we had amazing facilitators and i uh, uh, 
sort of won the best overall performer something like that i don't really remember the the, the label they gave um but i realized that the the uh, value we put on time that by this time we have to achieve this or by that time we have to achieve that that's completely meaningless right so i i i had no clue whatsoever that i i could become the best performer amongst these working professionals or some someone as young as me could do that but um all i wanted to do was to go deeper into that and you know consecutively just learn more about everything and um, after that i think i experimented with teaching as well you you druti you and everyone was the first batch that first group of people that i taught and uh, uh, by the way guys druti is an amazing learner a uh, pretty <laughs> the <laughs> brightest one in the group and um i had i made this rule of uh, uh teaching only what i had personally practiced for more than 150 hours uh, not a random figure though i think i believe the scope of what i taught you guys were something that i had practiced for more than 150 hours so everything from you know voice speech to script analysis and everything um and yeah and then i went on i uh, my current mentor I, i he had so many advanced things to teach everyone so i i convinced him you know please please just have this exclusive little small workshop with everyone around you you know maybe teach concepts like alexander technique how to use your spine and these these things that we are not easily accessible in india and i convinced you know people i brought people along with me i think seven six people just to be like you know this is the workshop to attend and um, then there was the process that he actually became my mentor he, you know he started mentoring me with everything and um, after that workshop i um i i was clueless as to how to go about acting every day because it was something that i wanted to do every day it, it became a, a biological need to to sit down or to stand and whatever just to act every day for for a defined amount of time and um i think i did that for about a month and a half and i found that after that there was only so far i could go with my body and my speech and with the psychophysical processes and there had to be an exchange of of ideas between people to go ahead and i i i rang up i believe 25 to 30 odd people during that time and i told them about this idea i had that let's 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 make a group and let's act every day right and I, I, like i called you guys i called them magical naturalists as well it was just a daily riyaz group that we had and um, again the youngest one there because i uh, couldn't find more people from my age group so um, um we had people in their mid 20s mid 30s good working professional people some some went on you know uh, got good projects I, i remember this one um, lady who got a play um one of my closest friends i got from you know that that group that we had and we became we sort of shared these personal details and it was in that safe space that because i had so many talented people you know just working with me at that point in time that i started experimenting with everyone right so i i used to go and read a lot about acting and i used to make specific notes about what i'm reading and i used to formulate that into an exercise and it used to be an exercise that i am coming up with so it's it is it's not that you know professionally acclaimed so there used to be um 
what do you call lab rats in that sense and i used to um, uh, tell them what the exercise is and they used to voluntarily we used to all as a group do it and we sort of felt like um a sense of procreation basically that um this one exercise we did was regarding inhibitions and um i remember one person in specific he had this insecurity about giving introductions in audition so he couldn't give an introduction and he had no clue why that was and he had no clue why that insecurity kept growing inside of him it it's it's basically very harmful when he's in auditioning every day so um we did that exercise and i think it became so clear to him that it's probably coming out from a place of this or that which you know i cannot say right now but he discovered that and he he was just so meaningful to see someone um solve such an intimate issue with something that you're coming up with so um it was that time when i you know did the whole experimental the rigorous acting thing and uh, we had to end that since we were all going into different directions we grew apart and um uh, then the whole process of you know and now i'm applying for bfa in acting so the whole process of auditioning and applying started i currently am training with five mentors of mine teaching me different you know aspects of it and i'm preparing my pieces and preparing the, all these sort of uh, different ways to just make myself more expressive and op- optimize my basically the 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 actor self and that's that's pretty much my i'm so sorry that's pretty much been my entire journey through throughout the years as you talk it just feels like you're falling in love with theater and acting yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i just had a question you started uh-huh. when you were in 6th grade right but acting and theater needs a lot, needs a lot of vulnerability you need to be really vulnerable and stuff but I, like when you were in 6th grade how did you like express that wow brilliant question so um you have to be vulnerable that's that's a very uh, i remember one of um um the people i'm in touch with right now he's he's into the drama school so he's been guiding me since the application process and he tells me yaar parni they they will you know shake you in 9 in the morning and be like why aren't you vulnerable why can't you express this and uh, something like that and you're graded on that you're basically graded on being vulnerable and showing your flaws so um that uh, vulnerability came recently that didn't start from 6th grade from 6th grade it was more sort of learning your lines and saying something i think vulnerability started when i started with michael chekhov and my teacher my mentor used to be, used to scold us i remember he used to be like i will not let you enter this class tomorrow if you can't do this properly and it was a very um, uh, uh, you know pressurizing situation but you have to break apart and it's like you know hitting on a hitting on you know a hot piece of coal you have to break apart to like build again so it, it sort of broke me to into becoming something that is a little more vulnerable becoming a person that's a little more expressive but definitely definitely I, being vulnerable in general is such an amazing quality that we are we are as as you know teenagers going against like we are we're pushing it apart and we are building all these sort of filters and all these um innovations and and these um we definitely if if we can if we can put you know 
one thought of being vulnerable every day in our lives it will be amazing it will be an amazing life that we are leading that is great and you talked yeah. about community right like you built like a small right. practice every day so how important is community to keep on track because you tend to lose uh, your track once you finish something like right uh, it's it's very important i think um, um especially when you brought out the concept of community i recently um, i had to write this essay for a college a specific uh, you know the essay for community it's so important that even you know institutions uh, international institutions are recognizing it and i think it's very fundamental um you see even if you're talking in terms of an art form right or even in terms of academics let's say the community is basically uh, pushing you towards being a better version of yourself and qualities like accountability and credibility qualities like consistency are getting induced in you just because you have a group of people that are there with you right um although community is this amazing thing that you can cultivate that you can build if you don't and if you're not being able to gather a community don't stop don't make don't let it be this limitation keep growing i believe you'll somehow somewhere when you grow you'll you'll, you'll build this community but um um even though it's it's very important thing especially in my life i believe if if i if i didn't have those 20 people if i didn't have those 25 people um things would have been different now and they would have been less like what they are now i would have grown a little less um and um yeah and it also it requires you to completely go out of your comfort zone so don't expect a community if you you know if you can't just um, randomly ring up people if you can't come up with you know a lot of spontaneous ideas if you can't uh, um communicate effectively god that's important i realize that and um, yeah so again very important in in terms of professional advancement if the question everybody wants to ask you is how do you manage studies with theaters and all the things you wow god i've been asked this so many so i'm basically giving four uh, music examinations this year as well and i've taken science um i had to give my sats this year as well um I had to prepare for college auditions and lot of other things as well so um um you just don't sleep no. like the mantra <laughs> No, 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 no. I sleep, but uh, this is something that you know people have asked me throughout throughout the time, and I've had problems and good situations as well with this. But um, I wouldn't give you, you know, this sort of advice that um, um, manage your time or something, because time is eternal. It's it's been there since forever. You can't manage time. You can manage yourself, and uh, we can only do that effectively. Um, with this i i think what has changed me into managing everything that i'm doing right now or into fitting so much into my day is something i call redefinition of work i redefined the term work um i redefined what being productive is so uh, you know many people they describe productivity as something that you're doing like you're studying that's productive or 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 let's say you're you're working for something that will you know give you some particular fixed outcomes like working out or something like that that's been productive i redefine productivity as um in in especially work 
rightly defined working as um, interacting with the world through the self so um whatever i do i try to put my sort of intrinsic value into it and that lets me enjoy that and when i enjoy something i don't take breaks often so i remember even even now uh, the breaks that i have are um let's say um if i if i have to study for for let's say an hour and a half i have to study let's say uh, physics for an hour and a half that i consider something that takes a little bit of toll so i need to take a break after that the break is playing the guitar and i have a, a, a guitar examination coming up so the assignment from that examination or an assignment that my guitar teacher gave me is what i use as recreation right and um acting let's say acting i in never stop preparing for my college pieces or i never stop preparing for acting or never stop practicing acting i i have sort of developed this tendency of whatever i'm doing is sort of getting into acting right is getting into that sort of uh, in that field of of professionalism so even if i'm studying i somehow correlate things with that so there are only a few things that i do that i have to specifically put myself into rest of you know everything else that i do it's it's because it's 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 because i get to do it not because i have to do it right so that that sort of mindset of getting to do that getting to play instruments getting to learn music theory so sorry again um getting to act every day these are things that um i'm so fortunate enough to have and why wouldn't i give up watching netflix or you know why wouldn't i give up um um hanging out with my friends a couple of hours more you know wasting time on on let's say alcohol or anything else than to do something as meaningful as what i'm doing right now so th- that's pretty much how i'm managing all this <laughs> so i had an i had another question which i picked up from what you said so i wanted to know what is the importance of mentorship in like your entire uh-huh. journey of theater wow wow okay you picked that up well um in my journey i am so fortunate so lucky i cannot describe in words to have amazing mentors who have transformed the very basis of who i am they have put me into a trajectory that i could never imagine putting myself into um um where do i even start uh, <laughs> i think um teachers nowadays especially you know the ones that we have in school are teachers who are there mainly i'm not saying all teachers but mainly because they're getting a decent pay they're in there for the security they're in there for um the reputation and something like that but the teachers in art mainly will find our teachers who want to desperately share what they what they're learning who are passionate about that and with that sense of passion there comes a need a want for them to make you learn that so like i told you my teacher used to scold us in that moment he used to you put us through that you know hell of of i don't care you 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 know i don't care about the money i don't care about this i don't care about if you'll cry or not but do this right now and that sort of uh, obsession that they have with their art that is induced in you so you develop uh, a different perspective towards everything so in in my life especially um my biggest mentor right now the the teacher who taught me physical acting now is teaching me you know almost everything he's guiding my process of admission he's he's uh, looking after my pieces everything that he's doing 
he introduced me to um, uh, to the concept of faith something so different from acting right he was the one who redefined faith for me um who told me that you know having faith in yourself is the biggest faith you can have and he he made me feel that he made me feel like i was enough and that's what a mentor is you know doing as his moral capability and one of my mentors um, amazing woman she um, she's very spiritual very religious now even i believe she's um, kept her phone away for a long while now i'm worried right now as i get in touch with her but um um she 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 used to say uh, be truthful a lot she used to say follow the path of truthfulness and some you know things in in this line and she used to say that a lot and we used to not get that and we were like why is she saying this a lot and um i think a year after that particular workshop i sort of realized that a lot of problems that we have in our daily life and a lot of uh, problems that we make up in our mind the the anxiety uh, the stress that we have from daily life it's not coming from something outside of you it's coming from you either lying to yourself or lying to someone else so what she basically meant by truthfulness is is to be is not just to simply stop lying is to is to eradicate the wall that you have in yourself and that sort of you know changed everything so my mentors are are the ones who are making the fundamental difference but but again mentors have to be seeked mentors cannot they're not going to you know fall off a tree and no mentor will show up to your place and be like pay me i'll teach you you know they're not there for the money good mentors are there for the skill so actively try and find mentors actively engage into the process of of finding good teachers it cannot happen just by itself you have to start now and you have to start very intensely so that that's pretty much my journey with mentors wow that was so nice that was great <laughs> thank you so much i think this will be one of the most valuable conversations of the podcast it's great <laughs> thank you so much dhruti it was amazing you know just talking to you and talking about everything i believe what you are doing right now with you know all the ventures that you are coming up with um that that's that's so amazing because um i rarely see people being passionate about things now right it's it's so easy to not be passionate it's so easy to not come up with ideas it's so easy to lay in your bed all day but to see someone you know uh, going out of their way to add meaning and value into people's life simply you know j- just as if you're creating this podcast it's it's something that i highly value and i'm really inspired by so i wish you all the very best and i really hope this uh, and everything every venture that you're going into it, it keeps on adding value to people's life and i'm really really thankful and very inspired by this thank you so much i we have like a small segment which i talked to you about aha uh-huh. yeah so which is your favorite quote uh which is my favorite quote well i came up with this quote recently i think i associated i associate it with um a transformation i recently had um uh the quote is those who love perpetually suffer momentarily those who love momentarily suffer perpetually 
what this basically translates to is that um whenever we pick things to do um in professional life in personal life in any sort of field that we are into um when we do something for this for the simple sake of doing that let's say you're you're drinking water only because you're thirsty right that sort of moment that we have you know you might relate to that moment when you're just you know waking up from the sleep in the middle of the night you're so thirsty and you find this bottle of water you're just chugging it in you know just the, the fridge door is open the lights coming out every everything is dark that that surreal moment of just filling your thirst um i believe if you love what you do not because it gets you something fame money acknowledgement reputation anything of that sort if you're doing this for doing this itself and you love it unconditionally not because it gives you something but just because it exists that path will lead you to a life which has very little suffering so um i i, I remember you know when i um, started loving acting unconditionally it was that moment when things started to change so rapidly and i don't know how how it happened or i have no logical explanations to it but it it just struck me that when we love something so intensely like i like my relation with acting let's say it leads you to a path where there is less suffering but when we love something momentarily just because it might be easy today difficult tomorrow we love it on tuesdays we love it because this person is doing that and teaching us in that way that that will always lead us in this um unpredictable sort of you know unfortunate path in life so that that's pretty much the quote i will like to share your favorite book my favorite book wow uh, my favorite book uh, is the almanac of nabil ravikant and it's uh, one book that i highly recommend everyone if you can even apply 10% of this book i think your life will change it's it's the most amazing book ever um and, and yeah pretty much free so you can get it on uh, his website right right oh is it yeah what yeah. well, i didn't know that <laughs> and oh, wow. there is also a podcast free podcast which you can listen to huh. you don't want to read the book right oh you so you 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 listen to novels podcast so that's amazing yeah, that's yeah so the almanac of navara vikas yeah perfect so i think yeah novel fans here <laughs> yeah. Um, so my last question your favorite song or playlist or movie uh my favorite song or playlist um my favorite song is not because it's very it's associated with my personal life but it's a song that i enjoy for like no reason at all it's it's somebody uh, uh i think somebody i used to know somebody you used to know i used to know i forgot is by gotye and um, somebody that I, i think it's somebody that i used to know and um, um yeah 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 and i really like how the song has this storyline in inside of it and the music structure of it that goes from like verse to chorus then to chorus the whole song becomes a chorus after that and uh, so yeah it's it's the one song that i really love and your your last parting message to anybody who wants to start off in my last parting message would be do it for the right reasons um very important um if you're doing something if you're going into something um 
do it for the extremely right reasons don't go in for any other reasons because it it will deprive you of any meaning and satisfaction in your life might not seem like a significant issue right now um if i can give you like a very small example uh, one of my friends she is i think 6 years elder than me um she recently got rejected from this government position so she came i think all india ranked 2 in that and about to get into it um uh couldn't because of some medical reasons that you know was, was not in her control and in that rant that she was you know she was venting to me so she she told me that you know if i cannot i cannot do something in private life private corporates because you have to work for 7 days a week you have to work for 13 hours a day and uh, in that moment while this listening to to her i i sort of asked myself what if i act for 7 hours for 7 days a week for 15 hours a day how would that feel and i had this sense of just like this release of dopamine in that instant i had this you know feeling of ecstasy that that be the life i want you know why would you not want that so if you do doing things for the right reasons work would not seem like work and life would be full of meaning so do things for the right reasons thank you so much for this amazing podcast Thank you so much as well, and I really hope the listeners give this podcast a big, big share. Share it on your stories, on WhatsApp, on everyone that you think would like it. This was a very deep, insightful episode, which gave us a lot of life lessons to take away. I hope you took notes because I did. So until next time, until next Wednesday, this is me, Jyoti, signing off.